Strayer, how are you going? Hang on, you good? I bloody well hope so, mate. It's the holidays, isn't it? How's your weird nether week gone? I love a good nether week. The way between Chrissy and New Year's, where nothing happens. It's great. Anyway, this is NBA Australia. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of CodeBet. Uh, I'm a guy. What else? Fox Sports uh, Lab NBA. That's a good show. What else? CodeBet Daily. I'm in the paper. You can check that out too. Uh, I'm here in Shadalamore Studios down in Lawn. It's a beautiful day outside. I've barely stepped outside. I've been working. Working hard, man. Uh, but I'm here to hang out and give you the lowdown all the ins and outs of the NBA season. Quick show today. It's a holiday show. Got to spend some time with the squids before all mate stabs me. Ah, we're ripping straight. That's what we do. We don't take things too seriously. Holiday show. The Nets can't lose. The Knicks can't win. Luca. Jeez, do you reckon he took Tuesday's show personally? Oh, Jesus, yes. Uh, the MVP is wide open. We'll talk about that. I've got the top five uh, MVPs for you. But we've also got the top fives in the West, the West and the East. Because this will be the last show before the new year. Oh, Jimmy, it's New Year's Eve tomorrow. Yeah. Hope you're getting shit-faced. Have you got all your booze in stock? I hope so. Uh, but this is kind of like a uh, before we hit 2023, where do we stand at the very top of both the West and East? And the MVPs. Just a quick little check in. We had a big punch on. That was pretty gnarly. How's buddy Killian Hayes? The fighting Frenchman. That was sick. Just going to wang a dude in the back of the head. Jesus, what are you doing, mate? Uh, we saw Grayson Allen still appear to be a shitbag. So that's great. We've got the uh, NBA Australia game wraps. I've got a juicy slave. That's not a knife. Oh, mate, no, mate. Spot of the night. Better than Monzo Ball. We've got Dickhead of the Week. A couple of contenders there. Yeah, Naz, the unpopular opinion of the day. Now back, take us. We were serving up. A very fun, dumb, flame grill take. Uh, there's an Andrew Gay's Grand Mumber Award. No prizes for guessing who that might go to today. And Australian Player Watch will finish off. What do you reckon? Cooking with Bainesy just to send you off the right way in 2022? Checks out. All right. Episode 871 of NBA Australia. Let's bloody well get into it. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Oh, you better. Or the squid attack if you're on holidays. Jesus. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Hanging out with them 24-7 is exhausting for old mate. So I'm working. Jesus. Tough scenes all around. Better watch out for old mate stabbing me in my sleep. Right. Let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the daily whip around. Oh, it's a whip crack sound. Did you get it? LeBron. Sounds a bit over it. I'm a winner and I want to win. Playing basketball at this level just to be playing basketball. Nah, it's just not in my DNA anymore. Okay. LeBron doesn't love basketball. LeBron might retire. Nah, fuck it. He wasn't saying this shit when Anthony Davis was playing next to him, was he? So everyone just settle the fuck down. LeBron's not going to retire. He's not going to pack it in. Oh, he might retire shit, didn't he think? Anthony Davis will be back in like three weeks' time. They'll take another three weeks to get right back up to speed. They'll trade Russell Westbrook at the uh, trade deadline. New lease on life. Off he goes. And this will be a f- <laughs> just a pissy little memory. 
Uh, but it is weird to actually hear him, you know, a bit of sad sack LeBron. He's never been much of the old sad sack as Bronny. Bit strange, bit weird. It's just one of those moments where he's about to turn 38 tomorrow. It's his birthday tomorrow. And you have that moment going, ah, oh, Jesus, that's old. Then you have that moment of like, wait, how old am I? <laughs> All I know is that, you know, I guess I could still play in the NBA. Uh, but still, LeBron sounding sad, feeling sad is just weird. I don't like it. Stop it. Also, shut up, Sook. Jesus, oh, I don't want to be just to be playing basketball. So, where's your love of the game, buddy? Where's your love of the game? Can't tell me the gaze he wouldn't be out there. <laughs> Hammer. Delhi still is. Come on. Um, who had Delhi playing longer in the NBA than LeBron James on their bingo card? Just saying. The punch on. Uh, Killian Hayes punching uh, Mo Wagner. Hello. In the back of the old noggin. He's got a pretty big noggin, does Mo. He went down like a sack of shit. Pretty scary. Bit weird. Didn't like it. Uh, we had eight other Magic players and Detroit's Hamadou all suspended for uh, the fracker. I love the word fracker. What's a fracker? Oh, it's where we all got a bit car. There's all fries of us, bro. <laughs> There's a fracker. Did you fry him? Yeah, I fried him real good. I was a bit of a fracker then. Uh, I love this, though. Killian Hayes gets pinged for three games. Mo Wagner gets a two-game suspension for getting punched in the back of the head. He did also fucking hip check him into the uh, into the bench early, but uh, Mo gets the two game. How do with the one and then eight magic players: Cole Anthony, Asko, Mo Bamba, Wendell, RJ Hampton, Gary Harris, Kevon Harris, Franz Wagner, Hollow, and Admiral Schofield. Um, they have to stagger those suspensions so that the Magic can field a team. <laughs> I love it. Be crazy. Uh, injury news, Devin Booker. You might have noticed that he popped out of the last Phoenix Suns game, um, sort of basically reconfiguring his groin strain. He's going to be evaluated in four weeks. They've basically gone, yep, she's fucked. You're cooked. Sit down, shut up, and stop trying to play through it. And he went, aw, but, but we're shit. And they're like, yep, there's no, no ways about it, but we need you to be healthy, bro. So there you go. Devin Booker out for four weeks. It's a tough one for the Suns because they are an absolute struggle town at the moment, uh, getting very, very wobbly. Um, and it's not getting easier. It's not getting better. But, I mean, for them, really just comes down to the simple idea of, like, are we going to be healthy in March? That's all that matters. We'll talk about that again later. Uh, who else? Brad Beal. Oh, gee, who could have seen this coming except for fucking everybody, Jimmy? That's right. Brad Beal uh, was out with a right hamstring, came back, left with a left hamstring strain. Better give that man a quarter of a billion dollars and a no trade clause. Great job, Wizards. You've done, you've done good. Uh, but no, it doesn't sound too bad. He might actually be back. Basically, as soon as tomorrow. So, But still, that screams to me of like, oh, we've got to get him back out the court so we can fucking trade him. Jesus. Poku got injured as well. A non-displaced tibial plateau fracture in his left leg. To be honest, Poku might have just been standing there and a soft breeze hit him and broke his leg. That's how skinny this bastard is. But Jesus, six to eight weeks, no Poku. That's good tanking by the thunder. 
This might have the reverse effect, though, and they might be better without him. But anywho, there you go. Poku out. 6-8 with a broken leg. I don't know. Somebody might have uh, hit him with a rubber band <laughs> from across the room. Ah, my leg! Ah, oh, fucking hell. You snapped him in half. Ah, uh, what else? Mark Laurie and A-Rod, they've uh, bought the next 20% of the Wolves and the Lynx up there in Minnesota. minnesota Ah, uh, That's kind of nice, kind of neat, good on them. Um, but really, probably the fun two things uh, the last couple of days have been the Nets, 10-game winning streak. The Knicks, as of today, five-game losing streak. Remember, it was literally a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, so, God, jeez, they're both playing well. How long is this going to last? Oh, no, it lasted a week and a half. And the Knicks just went to shit. Right, let's do some game wraps and fly through the rest of this episode. Game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps. For the nether week. Have you watched a shit ton of basketball? I feel like I've watched a crap ton. It's been awesome. Uh, let's go back to Wednesday. That's right, we did a show Tuesday night, didn't we? Uh, Wednesday, the Lakers. I mean, they they do stink. I've heard this from somewhere. The Lakers stink! But they also, I mean, what happened in this one? The Lakers stink! Well, but they won this game, so I think it's going to be... The okay. Lakers... Won this game. They did, they did, they won the game. So let's all just chill out with the stinking. Um, they did then turn around and lose again to the Heat, but still on the fated Florida trip. 129-110, they won that first game against the Magic, man. I'd tip the Magic in this to at least cover, because the Magic had uh, covered, I believe, 10 straight, and then they got fucking killed, so... Uh, LeBron James doing some good stuff. Good win for the Lakers. Uh, they're still 14 and 21, but still. Sixers got beat by the Wizards. That was horrible. 48 from Embiid was not enough because the Sixers just could not hit a shot. But more importantly, I think in that one, they just couldn't stop anybody. That's not ideal because, like, it's the one thing. They didn't hit any threes, but the Wizards, it was like, Rui Hachimura and Co. sort of just going off. But... The extreme zinger meal, like he has just been fucking not bloody bad sometimes. The extreme zinger meal. Like he was pretty fine against Embiid, which is crazy. 24 and 10, you might remember they're in the same draft. Um, but really, like Beal had 19 before he left, and they just sort of cruised to it. It was bizarre. It really was bizarre. It's like, James Harden, can you help us out? He's like, oh, i got 13 assists, man. It's like, all right, is anyone else in a shot? Tobias Harris is like, nah, I'm good. Hey, Tobias, can you get us 19 points? And I was like, nah, here's 15, bro. Over four from downtown. Thanks for coming, Tobias Harris. Here's your $35 million. Anyway, um, what else? The Celtics shit pumped the Rockets 126-102. Yeah, no problems there. Jalen Brown crushed it. The Hawks got beat by the Pacers because the Pacers are bloody good. They're so much fun. God, they're fun. The Hawks. They are not fun. Uh, 129-114. It's weird to think about those two teams being on the same level in the East at the moment, but that's exactly where they are. Uh, the Clippers went up to Toronto. And, uh, I don't know, Drake was there <laughs> hanging out with his buddy Kawhi. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, getting dunked on. Like The Clippers are like, aha, it's Paul George and Kawhi with a fan. Like a picture of Drake. You're like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then Drake just clapped back with the win a ring, dorks. And you're like, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> that's what we're doing now. Settle down there, Drake, you fucking dork. Um, anyway, what else? Good win from the Clippers. They need that. The Suns beat the Grizzlies. But Jimmy didn't. Devin Booker get hurt. He did. 
But, Jimmy, haven't the Grizzlies been talking a lot of shit? They have. Isn't that a bit weird? Nah. Because <laughs> the Grizzlies, they just do this on the odd occasion. They go, oh, let's talk about your shit, and then we'll just lose the games. They seriously lost to the Warriors without Steph and then lost to uh, the Grizzlies without... Uh, sorry, no, they lost lost to the Warriors without Steph and obviously then the Suns without our man Devin Booker. They started Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jack'em, Landale, the Rooster, Big Cock, Jock. He had 16 in that game. It was awesome. But the Grizzlies just, I don't know, Desmond Breen can't hit a shot. Dylan Brooks is shithouse. Like, then... This is the problem when you don't have that extra wing, dude. Like, Jaron Jackson Jr. was horrible in that game, too. Like, it was like 2 or 12, I think. But um, it's just one of those one of those things where you go, all right, so uh, what's your plan B? And it's like, the plan B is give Dylan Brooks the ball. It's like, that's a fucking horrible plan B. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't do that. Never give Dylan Brooks the ball. And so he's out of that one, basically, Um hanging out, just barely playing, shooting like shit, foul trouble. And you're like, all right, well, what's our other plan B? And they're like, Zaya Williams? <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty rough sliding for the Grizzlies. I feel like they're the team, of all the teams that are closest, that if you gave them just somebody else, give them a Brad Beal. Or at least just get Bane back up to speed, and he might be better than Beal anyway. But the vibe of just... Get a Levine, a DeRozan, pinch a Zinger, something, just something weird. Pillage those East teams. Get Gordy Hayward. There you go, Gordy Hayward on that Grizzlies team. Because that's what the Grizzlies need. Another white guy is going to get injured. Chandler Parsons. Uh, Thunder, they beat the Spurs, 131-14. Good job by Shea. Crushed it. Uh, Jeremy Sohan, he was uh, pretty bloody good in that one. He had 16-9-4. I love him. I love the hair. I love the worm vibes. Uh, but Shay just dominated. He had 28 in that one, 6 and 8. He's so fucking good this year. Shay Redder, Gilders Alexander. Giddy up. He's also pretty good. He'll pop up again later. The Mavericks, of course. Luke Doncic. 126-121. Jeez, did something pretty crazy happen this game? Yeah, we'll cover it pretty thoroughly later. Uh, they win in overtime. How they get to overtime, Jimmy? Well, Luca pulled off the uh, magical onside uh, free throw. Uh, where you purposefully miss the free throw, somehow get it back up, tie the game. It barely ever fucking works. And it did. Because the Knicks fumble the fucking rebound like 27 times. It falls back into Luca's hands. He just chucks it back up and it dropped in. Amazing. Uh, I think I had the post of like him doing his like funny little excited dance afterwards. And it's like, yep, that's like me when I say, uh, hey, uh, oh, mate, you want to go to the pub for a pub feed? She's like, yep. And I'm like, fuck, she said yes, let's go. Love it. But what a win. And like the, the crazy part is the Mavs really needed to win that one. It's come so far back in that game, hold the Knicks over the fire, get it into overtime, and actually finish the fucking deal was pretty crazy. And it's because Luca had 60, 21, and 10. Yep, it's pretty good. It's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. But watching it, you just like, what what is happening? I mean, what the hell was that? What was that? What the hell was that? What the hell was that? And the Knicks, they're just hilarious because Knicks are going to Knicks. But what a performance. We'll talk about it later. Don't worry about that. The Warriors beat the Hornets 110-105. Uh, Jordan Poole, Lamelo going at it. That was fun. The Nuggets 113 beat this, the Kings 106 as part of their sort of back-to-back head-to-heads. That was a fun sort of uh, little game, couple of series. Uh, on... What was yesterday? Wednesday. No, Thursday. That's right. (laughs) 
Oh, it's the nether week. You can't expect me to remember what day it is. Fuck. Uh, the Pistons beat the Magic 121-101 in the big punch on. That was pretty funny. Um, Pistons, look, they're just they're such a weird team. Like with Without Cade, you don't give them much of a chance. And like it's games like this where you go, oh, Big Deke Bay is just going to drop in 28 and hit all these threes. You go, oh, shit. Well, I guess you might lose that one then if you're the Magic on a back-to-back traveling. Uh, the Wizards beat the Suns 127-102 because... It's just funny. Wizards on a back-to-back. Suns on a back-to-back. Turn around, Wiz, smash them. Rock them, sock them, block them, jock them. Landau can't do it. 31 from Aiton. Not good enough. 22 for the Extreme Zingamil. 22 from the Kuzma. That's right. The Extreme Zingamil just went, oh, I'm fucking supercharged today, bro. Supercharged Zingaburger. Give me a fucking extra one. Give us a double patty A. And uh, off they went. It was sick. Good win by the Wiz. They're shit house. What are they doing? Uh, the Nets eked out a 108-107 win over the Hawks. They tried their hardest to blow it. The Hawks couldn't finish the deal. It is hilarious. Trey sits this one out. And the Hawks are like, oh, actually, we don't mind playing with each other. They look way crisper. But this was just the Kyrie takeover. Like He and KD were fucking awesome. Uh, but Kyrie just really kept that just moving along. And when you've got just the shot-making talent of Durant and Kyrie... Sometimes it's pretty fucking hard to uh, combat it, right? Uh, Kyrie ends up with 28. I think he had 14 in the fourth, 16. Yeah, Jesus. Unbelievable. Uh, the Lakers lost to the Heat, 112-98. Um, pretty fun game. Heat just sort of ran away with it, and the Lakers, without AD, there's so little they can do sometimes. It's like, ah, oh, well, we'll just give it to LeBron. It's like, well, yes, we're getting two points every time we go down there, but Lonnie Walker Jr. can't hit a shot, and we're fucked. <laughs> it's like, well, that's not... Exactly a good equation. If Lonnie Walker's having a bad game, that means you're rooted. I think your team's bad. Meanwhile, Jimmy Butler dropped 27, 4, 5, and 6 steals on your head. Jesus. It was awesome. Good game by the Heaters. Horrible game from the Lakers on the back door. Uh, the Bucks lost to the Bulls in overtime uh, because Grayson Allen fired up DeMar DeRozan. It's <laughs> basically what happened. Damar went, oh, you're going to try to elbow me? Well, you're going to elbow me in the back of the head, you fucking little piece of shit. And Grayson's like, I didn't do nothing. Everyone's like, oh, geez, here we go. And Damar dropped 42, crushed it, hits the game tie, gets it uh, going, just fucking tore him apart. He was unbelievable. The steal of the inbound pass was so good. Gets it to, uh, ew, for the, uh, for the tie. Just unbelievable. Tomato Rosen, you star. And then there was the big rig, Zion, with his 43 against the Wolves. Just muscled them out of the road. And D'Lo had a sook. He's playing football. We're playing basketball, sir. Shut up, sook. Uh, the Warriors, 112. They beat the Yaz, 107. Huge, huge back-to-back home wins for the Warriors, where they're just unbeatable at home. 15 and 2 now. Uh, but just a big, 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 big win. Uh Weird game. Conley couldn't hit shit. Markinum was good. Clarkson was good. Everyone else was shit house for the Yaz. Malik Beasley turned back into the spud Malik Beasley. We all know and love. 3 12 for him. Horrible shit. Pool at 26. 17 for Ty Jerome. And you're like, how are the Warriors winning these games? And everyone's like, nah, don't know. <laughs> Just come buckets out there. They're hitting threes. Don't they do Vincenzo hit five threes in that game? That's how you do it. That's how you win games of basketball. The Nugs lost to the Kings in absolute chaos. Malik Monk absolutely crushing it. And they get a huge win uh, without the Suvlaki King, Demonis Sabonis. 
Um, with his bung... Oh, no, he played in that one. He didn't play in the first one. Sorry, I got them mixed up. Yeah, the Suvaki King came back, played okay at 31, 10, and 5 with a bung thumb, which is fucking crazy. Darren Fox at 31 and 13. And the Nuggets like, oh, man, come on. Jokic drops at 47 and 6, 20 and 11 for uh, Bones. But they sit Jam and Jamal on the back-to-back. MPJ can't really get it over the top of the... He had 19 points, feeling very uh, Tobias Harrisy, but... Couldn't get it right over the top. And then today, some absolute belters today. The Hornets beat the Thunder. LaMelo crushed it. He was bloody good, I'll tell you that much. Uh, the Pacers outlasted the Cavs. Huge game by the Pacers. Buddy Heald hits that three with three three seconds into the game. Absolute chaos. 135-126. Um, this is the one where you go, uh, well, the Cavs did have the number one rated defense in the NBA. And they gave up 135 to the Pacers on the road. This is with Mobley. This is with Go the Fro, Jared Allen. It's like, all right, we've got Okoro, we've got Levert. What what are we doing? It's like, um, we're not sure. <laughs> Seriously. They let the Pacers shoot 56% and 19 of 31 from downtown. Absolutely crazy. Tyrus Alberton goes to 6 of 8 from downtown. Hey, Buddy Hill goes 5 of 6. Cooking him. Absolutely cooking him. Love to see that. Uh, what else did we have? We had, oh, that Celtics Clippers game was fucking sick ass too, wasn't it? Uh, but before that, um, yeah, no, that was the Celtics Clippers game. 116-110, fun as hell. Tatum and Brown go, oh yeah, no, nah, we are the best wing duo C. Beat them at home. Bit of revenge for the loss in LA earlier in the uh, season. Kawhi. <laughs> One of his better offensive games back. Yeah, 26, uh, 24 for Paul George. Not quite good enough because 29's for Brown and Tatum. And it was just a really solid game by the Clippers, right? Just, I mean, by the Celtics because they were just defensively there all over it and the Clippers can never really make too many inroads. They came flying back in that third quarter. Celtics held them off, won the game. It was awesome. Grizzlies, they beat the Raptors, 119-106. Good bounce back win for the uh, Grizz. They needed that one on the road. Toronto with the back-to-backs, bit of a tough one. Um, Siakam had 25-10-4, absolutely crushing at the moment. But Dylan Brooks had the 25 as well. He had his uh, bi-weekly half-decent game. 14-17 and 17 for the big Kiwi. Stephen Adams, bro, oh, yeah, bro, pretty sweet, is he? 19-17 and 17 assists for Ja Morant. Everybody was hitting their shots. And Desmond Bain had his best game back. Triple J had 15-5-3 and three with a couple of blocks. Good games all around. And uh, the Spurs beat the Knicks. <laughs> you love it. They just didn't miss. They just did not miss. They shot like an absolutely patently ridiculous uh, 51.1% from the floor, 11 to 28 from three. The Knicks just went, no, we're okay, aren't we? Nope. They shot 42% and they were shit ass. Spurs crushed it. Calvin Johnson couldn't miss. Romeo Langford couldn't miss. And away they went. Ah, Knicks. Always going to nick it up. And then finally, the Mavs Rockets. Mavs beat them 129-114. Luke had another triple-double because fucking why not? Right, let's do an NBA Australia Pro performance of the last couple of days. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Oh, man. Sweating down here in the uh, studio. Uh, Demar, I love that. He scored a assist on every single point. After the Bulls in overtime to take down the Bucks, Grace Nellen, don't fucking 
elbow dudes in the back of the head. Uh, but obviously, there's two people that you really want to highlight the last couple of days. I mean, Embiid's 48 and the loss was pretty funny. But Zion, with the final 14 points against the Wolves, was just fucking insane. He just took that game over. As D'Lo said, he's like, oh, he's playing football, sir. We're playing basketball. It's like, well, fucking tackle him. <laughs> Do something, you fucking sooks. He smashed it. 43 points, three rebounds, five assists, 14 and 21 from the floor. 14 and 19 from the free throw line. Like, attempted two shots basically outside the paint. He was amazing. Uh, but just that last sort of run of sequences where he put them up, got them ahead, and just took over the game. Just went, nah, fuck is You're like, this is exactly what we were sold when he was coming out of college. Just that sheer athleticism that we haven't quite seen the peak of. Just the size, the speed, the horrifying realization if you're standing in front of that man of like, well, this is how I die. Like, that's horrifying if you're on the court. Zion took it over. But of course, there can only be one. Uh, the NBA Australia pre performance last couple of days. Uh, Luca today, 35, 12, and 13. <laughs> no. 60, 21, and 10. Get the absolute fuck out of here, Luka Doncic. 21 of 31 from the floor. Two of six from three, which is probably the most interesting part of that. 16 and 22 at the stripe. Only four turnovers, two steals, and a block. But my favorite thing was just the sheer joy when he hit that uh, tire. And he was just so happy, waving his, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. Great job, Luca. Uh, but the way he constructed that game, the way he sort of just went about it, it felt wildly natural. And like the Knicks really nicked that one up. They really did. But Luca is just so special sometimes that you're like, well, you got to tip your hat. The twi- like Wilt's never done this. You've probably heard all this before, but it's like literally a stat line that's never occurred. 61, 20, uh, 60, 21, and 10. Luca Doncic. You better believe that's a fucking knife. How good is that? Anyway, absolutely mind-boggling how good that game was. And what is he, 24? Jesus, that's horrifying. Just think about how good he's going to be when he's actually at his peak. <laughs> it's just like Slovenian and Andrew Gay is ramped up to like a bajillion. Cross with a bit of Larry Bird. Cross with a bit of like old-timey magic. Just fucking awesome. What a world. Anyway, spot of the night. Spud, 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 uh, 2 of 12 for Malachi Flynn today. 2 of 12 for Fultz yesterday as well. Mark Hale, 2 of 12, as mentioned, for Triple J. Uh, but I'd like to thank our very good friends, Josh Giddy and Terry Rose, for going. They went 3 11. Oh. Old oh, mate, no mate. 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 Who's got no mates today? I enjoy the um, Clippers being dunked on by uh, Drake, but it's Drake, so it's not that much of a dunking on, isn't it? I mean, what else have we got? We've got, I want to say, Grayson Allen, very clearly. Like the rest of his team going, yo, Grayson, don't, 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 don't piss off DeMar. 
Well, I don't. Oh, sir, I got tripped and then I threw up my elbow and it happened to connect with his head, sir. No, you're lying, Grayson. We know what you do. You're a shithead. You're a shit bloke. We know that you hurt people on purpose because you're shit ass. Don't fucking do it. Um, so it was good to see everybody step up and have a crack at him. And Demata Rose was like, I will fucking eat you alive, Grayson Allen. I enjoy that one. Uh, but really, the one that probably stuck, I mean, obviously there's Killian Hayes. Punching fucking Mo Wagner, hello, in the back of his giant fucking pumpkin head. <laughs> Just look at his head. Giant fucking pumpkin on bonds on, bonds on that guy. But uh, Killian, don't hit somebody from behind. What are you doing? Uh, but really, D-Lo. Talk about old mate, no mate. Sir, he ran through my guy, took the ball. He's playing football. We're playing basketball. We can't touch him. We'll guard him. So good for him. Fucking cry me a river, D'Angelo. Jesus, have a sook, mate. Have a bloody sook. Uh, pants of the night. I mean, that was Zion, wasn't it? Yeah, when Zion fucking just yammed on Rudy Gobez, the stuffle tower, he's like, how about you stifle this? Bam! You like that? But obviously the big pantsing as well was Bol Bol space jamming it on Big Beef Stew, Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> it was unreal. Seriously, it was the Michael Jordan stretched out arm, throw it into the end, bowl bowl. It was like, it looked like CGI, but he did it. What the fuck? Absolute chaos. Loved it too. Bowl bowl. That's my most improved player of the year. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, how about another Hornets rookie, Mark Williams? 17, 13, and two blocks and two steals in only 21 minutes today. Uh, he was bloody good. Got a bit of time for Mark Williams and uh, Nick Richards, the uh, weird, unheralded Hornets, because they're just kind of fun sometimes. Um, I mean, you can also just do the Lamello ball today. He was uh, pretty bloody good. What do you have, 27, 10, and 9? Um, but, yeah, Mark Richards. Mark Williams. Mark Richards. Nick Richards, that's what I'm talking about. 17, 13, two assists, two steals, two blocks. Bloody good game. 21 minutes, didn't miss a shot, 7 to 7. Today, better than Lonzo Ball. And finally, really quickly... Dickhead of the week. I mean, what are you doing punching a bloke in the back of the head, Killian Ace? And Grayson, you're not fooling anybody. We know what you're doing. We know what you're doing, Grayson. Oh, I tripped and I just tried to sit. No, you fucking tried to elbow him in the head and cover it up, you piece of shit. Killian Hayes, you punched a dude in the back of the head. You're a shit bloke. Grayson Allen, you're just the shittest of shit blokes who ever shit bloked ever. And you're both dickheads of the week. All right, let's do some ENRs right after, let's say, this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some ENRs, brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Go get your merch, get your merch. I mean, you should, because 
you know, once our old mate stabs me, I'll probably need the uh, money for the hospital. People, get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. <laughs> get your merch, get your merch. She's not that stabby. Just that I've been working a lot. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Nas, go check them out. The NBA Australia t-shirts, hoodies, over at the NBAAustralia.com slash shop. Or just through the socials. Just through Facey, it's right there. Or on the IG. Just the link. Off you go. Uh, yeah, Nas, we've got a good one from I Am Matty S on Twitter. Hey, Jimmy, I'm going back to America in April, hoping to see a game live. Third time lucky. Uh, going to be in Phoenix for game one. Yeah, nah, Suns will have home court in round one. Yeah, nah. Nah. I don't think they can. Like, they're 20 and 16 now, but this is the thing. Like, the, the West changes so quickly and so dramatically. But the top four, like, I think it's just a fucking dogfight. Because you think about the top four in the West, Pals, Nugs, Grizz, Clips, Mavs, Suns. Without Booker, I worry that they will just sort of drop a few here and just sit much closer to that Portland-Sacramento line, right? Like the thing is, the Suns are only basically what a half game back of the four seed at the moment because the Clips are twenty one and sixteen, and that came after a loss today. But I mean, the Mavs are flying; they've won five on the trot. But you can't trust the Mavs. But the Suns, I think, without a dude like Crowder, the thing for the Suns this year for me is just like the sheer lack of uh, identifiable sort of personality to this team, whereas like in the last couple of years, you just go, yep, Chris Paul team. And this year, it sort of felt like early on, it was skewing towards, ah, we'll put the ball back in Devin Booker's hand more. Off we go. DeAndre Ayton's beasting now that he's back and happy and we've sold the fucking team, so Bob Sarv's not fucking dicking him around. Maybe we're right, but without Jay Crowder, without that one extra big, and more importantly, the dude that everyone forgets about is Cam Johnson. Like, his injury really fucking derailed this. The thing is, like, if they come back, Booker and Cam Johnson, they do have enough of a runway to, you know, jump back in the top four, you'd probably think, pretty easily. But I just tend to think it might get a bit scrappy there and they just miss out. Like, they might end up being the world's most dangerous fucking five seed in the West, but like, they'll still win 50 games. But I kind of feel like the top five, six will all probably be pushing for that as well. It's very tough. But that's a good year, nah. So I don't know if they're going to have home court in round one. I mean, you'd expect so, but she's just saying, might get a bit funky. Funky or funky? Uh, Matty O, you had a good one. Merry Christmas, Jimmy. The wildest Lucas stat from that game is only the two made threes. Yeah, nah. Probably the weirdest stat is, yeah, like the fact that it was only two threes. Because 60 points with only two threes in this day and age is absolutely chaos. Uh, 21 of 31 from the floor, though. Like, I absolutely loved it. He was just getting into the paint, hitting just some dumb shots that you're like, yep, he's on one, but only two or six from downtown. He is such a weird, streaky three-point shooter that when he's, like, fucking feeling it, it feels like it's never missing. But when he's not on, you're kind of like, oh, that was close enough. I reckon the next one's going to go in. And you can see him think that as well. For him to stop himself and just go, no, 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 I'm just going to keep attacking. That's the only way we're going to keep winning this game. I've got to get right into their guts, get to the line, 16 to 22 at the free throw line. You love that. Yeah, I kind of love that stat. The two or six from three. Like, how often is that going to happen in a fucking 60-point game in 2022, 2023? Not bloody often. Uh, Go Bear. 
Is this going to go down as the worst trade in history? Yeah, nah. Ooh, probably. Like the Harden one's pretty bad. We all know that. The Brooklyn one. Pierce and KG, the one that I sat through for six years. Uh, pretty bad. You gave up Tatum, you gave up Brown. Um, Gobert cost the Wolves four draft picks, four players, the right to swap a pick in 2026. Like, for a bloke who you're having to, like, sub off at the end of games as a defensive sub, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Do you reckon they uh, should trade him before the trade deadline to recoup some of their losses? Yeah, nah, probably. But are they going to have the balls? Nah, they're not. They should trade Cat. I'm just saying, let Ant-Man, let Gobert, figure that out. Get rid of D'Lo. Off you fucking go. Build around Ant-Man. But Gobert, look, it felt like if you can figure out how to play him and Cat together, you're onto something. The complicating factor has been how good Ant-Man was last year. And if you're clogging up the lane for Ant-Man, it's like, all right, shit, how do we manufacture this idea of like playing basically, you know, a dude who's not going to stretch the floor on offense but can roll but has a pretty limited offensive over. So they're just sort of up against a fucking wall there in Minnesota. But, yeah, it's going to go down as just one of those things. You're like, wait, they sacrificed their entire future of draft picks for a pretty old French dude. Shit out. Feels like an olden days trade, you know? The sort of thing where you go and trade for Anthony, uh, for AI, Chris Webber, that sort of shit. Don't know. Anyway, uh, Jimmy, did Luca listen to Tuesday's show and take umbrage that I focused on Tatum and Jokic in my MVP conversation? Yeah, nah, fuck yeah, he must have. He's like, this fucking Australian? This fucking piece of shit? He doesn't have me in the MVP. Fuck him and Patty Mills. Because <laughs> we know that Luca hates Patty Mills because he beat him in the fucking bronze medal game. Uh, I think the actual most underrated aspect of that game, though, for Luca was the uh, the post game. I need the beer. It's like, yes, a man after my own heart. Uh, but no, he definitely deserves to be up there. The MVP convo is basically what? Tatum, Joker, Luca, Giannis. We're seeing now just how important Steph was to the Warriors. Like, the MVP race is, like, wildly, wildly, wildly open, which is probably my favorite aspect of it, right? Because you're just going to have absolute hammer and tongs going down the rest, you know, down the rest of the uh, way for the rest of the season. And I think I mentioned on Tuesdays, like, yeah, Joker can win a third one. Like, I think we're now getting to this point where, oh, the narrative is against him. He might just play so well that the narrative might have to go get fucked. <laughs> like, I expected MPJ, Jam, and Jamal Murray to sort of be there taking a little bit of his shine. It just hasn't happened because they've sort of been in and out. So if that continues, it could be on for young and old, mate. Um, but in terms of other sort of contenders for that MVP, I don't know if we're going to see anyone new. But, like, Embiid is still in that convo as well because, like, the Sixers are just sort of cruising along. And Kevin Durant, like... So you expand that, you've got about seven. Throw Jar Moran on there, you've got about eight. Like you can make a pretty half-decent conversation out of Donovan Mitchell deserves to be right up there too. But that idea of like Tatum, Joker, Luca, Giannis, Steph, 
KD, I mean, shit, Embiid. Take your pick at this point. I think it's pretty clear that Tatum, Joker, Luca is a top three. Giannis is right there too, but bloody hell. What did I say the other day about uh, KD? Boom, now they got a 10-game winning streak. Just saying. Just fucking saying. Fucking told you. Uh, unpopular opinion of the day real quickly. Now look at me, please. Look at me. It's not really unpopular opinion of the day, but I just want to do my top five where we stand right now. If we went right, fuck it, stop it. The season's done. We're not going to do that, by the way. But if we did, who are the top five contenders? Who, if you just started the playoffs now, would you like the most to get through? In the East, Boston, number one. They're just playing the best, most complete basketball of anybody. They had that slight little swoon, but that big win over Milwaukee on Christmas was just like such a good fucking statement. So... That Clippers game too, where it's a team they lost to a couple of weeks ago and they just fucking manhandled them. At home, sure. I mean, they lost their, it's you know, lost a bit of concentration here and there, but the way they play, the way Marcus smashes connective tissue between Tatum, between Brown, Al Horford's out there fucking balling out. They look great. Milwaukee, number two, just because their defense can ratchet up, I think, to a level that few others can. And... Once you've got Drew back, like Drew's been in and out. It's like been the sneaky sort of storyline that Milwaukee you've just kind of happily buried, right? Like Drew in and out of the uh, lineup. Illness, stuff like this, weird little injuries. Middleton shit when he came back, in and out of the lineup again. And Milwaukee sort of have been cruising. This is their first three-game losing. I think they've lost four on the trot now, right? And it's like the first time they've lost four, I think in three, four years in a row, which is crazy, but also checks out. Uh, Three, I'd actually probably put Philly above Brooklyn just because even though Brooklyn are now 23 and 12 and like the second team in the East, like, can you see Brooklyn slowing down Joel Embiid? (laughs) It's a bit tough to say. I've got Brooklyn at four. Um, I think the thing with Philly... They lose that game to the Washington Wizards. It comes after that Harden. Oh, geez, yeah, it wouldn't be bad to go back to Houston. And everyone's like, dude, you know they've got like two young guards and they don't need you and they don't probably want you. He's like, oh, I think it'd be nice to go back. It's like this fucking guy, man, this fucking guy. Like Brooklyn, going from strength to strength, the 10 on the trot, you love to see it. KD playing awesome. Kyrie kept his fucking head pulled in for a second. And you're seeing what can happen. Offensively, they're rad. The defense is kicking in substantially better. Simo's ramping up. They're looking good. Jacques Vaughn is like, all right, I'm not going to play anyone who's not going to help my defense at least a little bit. And boom, 10 games on the trot. Yes, easy part of the schedule, but you can only beat who's in front of you. Uh, But I'd still put Philly just in terms of danger ahead of them. Like Their eight-game winning streak was absolutely fucking, had them flying under the radar, and beat is unreal. But I would give fucking just about anything to see another Philly-Brooklyn series. Wouldn't that be great? Ben Simmons having to go to Philly for a fucking <laughs> playoff series. Hook me up. And then number five, it's got to be Cleveland. Cleveland. Ah, oh, yes. 100% Cleveland because... Cleveland! Oh, awesome. Um, they do lose weird shit games, though, the Cavs. They're tw- 22 and 14. They've now lost three in a row, though. And you're like, is it just... A little bit of lack of interest. Like, they lose the Raptors, the Nets, and the Pacers. You're like, that's not good because they're teams you're probably going to have to play in the playoffs. Whether it be in the first round or a play-in, whatever the fuck you got to do. I mean, they should be good to not make the play-in, but the East is so, like, accordioned up as, you know, same as the West that who knows what the fuck could happen. You know? 
they're like three and a half games ahead of the seven spot, but you've still got the Knicks, Hawks, Heat, who knows, Pacers, Sixers. But still, Cleveland just looks so dangerous at the moment. Between Garland and Mitchell, Mobley, and go the throw Jared Allen. They can kind of throw heaps of different looks at you, and I love it. In the West, number one contender is obviously Denver. They are fucking awesome. Oh, but Jimmy, the Pelicans are on top. Yeah, they've got the same record. They're both 22 and 12. The Nugs and the Pals are one and two for me here too. Just because the Pals, we haven't even seen like their best lineup all year, basically. Their best five dudes have barely played. Brandon Spindles Ingram's barely hit the court. Same thing sort of goes to the Nugs though, right? MPJ's barely been out there with Yoka, with Jamal. Once they, once they sort of all get out there and once they're playing together, I feel like their ceiling's the highest. Oh, the Pals... I wouldn't mind one more sort of like ball handler and just sort of see how it goes when the going gets tough. At least with the Nugs, you know that Jam and Jamal Murray can do it. You know that MPJ can do it. You know that Joker can do it. But <clears throat> Pals are no. But Pals number two between Zion and CJ, you love it. Dyson Daniels, the vacuum. Great stuff. Memphis at three, obviously. Dallas, I've got them at four because I trust them more than the Clips to stay healthy and the Clips are at five. The Warriors, Lakers, Suns. Blazers, question marks. Just, you can't trust them. Outback Takehouse. It's Friday at Outback. You know what that means? Oh, yeah, the last bit of 2022, Foster's Lager. That's right, it's cold as shit. It's in these big oil drum cans. We're going to throw the lot out come 2023. Don't know why, it's just what we're going to fucking do. Because it tastes like shit, that's why. Anyway, moving right along. Four for one, TGIF, icy cold Foster's Lager cans. Cans are as big as your fucking head. Drink it up. Only. at Outback. Today's Flame Grill take is... King Deli. First of his name. Smasher of tins. Matty Delavadova should win the MVP. Why is that, you ask, Jim? Well, he literally lands in Sacramento and turns around a completely moribund fucking franchise and they start winning. What's different from last year? That's right. Deli. And they're in the seventh spot. Give him the fucking MVP or get fucked only at Outback. I mean, spot the lie, folks. Spot the lie. All right. Back with Australian Player Watch right after this one. This is Matthew Delvedover and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do it. Fucking dying down here. <clears throat> it is hotter in hell, dusty as shit in the studio, but we're keeping on keeping on because that's what we're going to do. Uh, Australian Player Watch. Let's see if these tabs actually open. The Wi-Fi is at best spotty. <laughs> uh, by spotty, do you mean just not working, Jim? Uh, yes, basically, I do. Uh, big Simo Ben Simmons against Atlanta. Uh, yesterday, 10-5-2, shot 5-10 of 10 from the floor in 25 minutes. Uh, I mentioned he's like, you know, up against the land of the team that he shit the bet against. But, I mean, he had 6-7-6 six, six against them earlier this month, but he's cruising along. Just ramp up that defense, Simo, and we're fine. 4-9-8 against the Cleveland Cavaliers as well the other day. Still looking pretty good, very handy, good defense. Love to see him with his head screwed on right. It's all Patty Mills. Uh, the craziest thing about Simo is that he hasn't hit a free throw all December. Um, I, for one, think you shouldn't probably go an entire month without hitting a free throw. 
But Jimmy, he only attempted eight. Yeah, that's also kind of the problem. I feel like someone attacking the rim should attempt more than eight free throws. But here we are in a month. In a month. In a month. Patty Mills got out there against the Hawks the other day as well and went three of three from three. Free for free from free? That's right, he had 12 points. Absolutely barn-burning effort. Uh, bloody good, too. You look fucking great out there. He won rebound, 12 points, three of three from three. Free for free from free and three free throws. You little beauty, Patty Mills. Keeping the dream alive. Uh, also got out there for a bit of a run against the Cavs back on Tuesday. Uh, I think I mentioned that one on Tuesday. Rock em, sock em, block em, jock em, Landau getting some stats. 16-3 and three against the Grizzlies on Wednesday. He's backed it up with 5-2-2 two and two in that loss to the Wizards uh, yesterday. Uh, so, what, 4-5, or 2-2 two two from downtown against the Grizz. 6-6 six to six the line. Love to see that. The 16-3 and three absolutely bloody crushed it. Uh, that's his second highest score of the season following the 17 he had back in October against Golden State. The Rooster, crushing it. Love to see him getting some run. Uh, Dyson Daniels, he's been out there as well. Uh, good out there f- against the Wolves. 18 minutes, 1-3 from the floor. That was a 3 that he nailed. So he had 3 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. Fortunately, missed 2 of his free throws. Just my kingdom for an Aussie who makes their fucking free throws. I know that Patty Mills does, but Jesus, you know? Come on, boys, help us out here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, right, Jack White still out there uh, dressing, sometimes, sometimes not, on the two-way. Uh, Josh Green still out with his elbow injury. Matty T, 20, oh, was it yesterday, against the Wizards, ran around five minutes. He had one rebound and a block. That was it. Nothing else. Also played against the uh, Knicks on Chrissy Day, but, jeez, not much going on. Delhi hasn't gotten back out there since he played against the Lakers. And Jinglin' Joe Ingles played against Chicago in that loss for Milwaukee. He had five points, three rebounds, three assists, and a foul. Two turnovers. He went two or six from the floor, one or four from downtown. He'll be fine. Anybody who's got a problem with Joe Ingles has got a problem with fucking me as well. Just tell you that much. Uh, and Gids has played a couple of games last two days. Uh, played against San Antonio back on Wednesday, 7-8. And seven, so seven points, seven rebounds, eight assists, a block, and a steal. That was the game where he went three eleven. Isn't that right, Joshy? Woo! That's right. He went three eleven. Love to see it. Um. Anyway, then had a massive game against Charlotte in their loss today. Uh, 21-10-3. Shot 7-15. 0-3 from downtown. So I mentioned this on Thursday, uh, Tuesday's show. He hasn't had a game all month, all December, until today. Where if he's taken a three, he's at least made one. And today he went 0-3 from downtown. Breaks your heart. But still, what a month. Shot 48.4% from downtown for the month of December. Josh Giddy. You superstar. 21-10-3, though, with a steal. The mop-top mumba wiping the floor with motherfuckers. Love it. All right, we better do an Andrew Gaze Grey Mumba Award, eh? Andrew Gaze Grey Mumba. I mean, it's pretty easy. It's Luca. He had 60, 21, and 10. Uh, but with his, what, 
35, 12, and 13 today. He becomes the first player in NBA history to have 95 points, 20 rebounds, and 20 assists in two games. That is fucking chaos. What a four-game stretch, though. He had 50 against Houston, you might remember, last week. So he had 58 and 10. Then he dropped back to 32, 9, and 9 on Chrissy Day. 60, 21, and 10. And then a 35, 12, and 13 today. That is absolutely fucking stupid. (laughs) I mean, that's the analysis. It's fucking insane. And I love it. He plays such a weird, fun sort of of game where all I want... I don't know if you've heard those kookaburras in the the background, but uh, one of them just landed right there on the table. He's a fucking big one too. Go get some snakes, Chewbacca. Go on. Anyway, uh, (laughs) just... All I wish is that he had somebody else, like, fucking good on that team as well, just to sort of relieve some of the pressure sometimes. Like, Christian Wood, fine. Spencer Dinwiddie, fine. But it's like a bunch of Bs when you need at least, like, another A, another A- minus or something, and fucking breaks your heart that he doesn't quite have it. And uh, you just wonder, like, how good could he even have gotten... You know, if he, he's been able to just do this, what's the next level that he can get to? If... Is it pairing him with somebody else who's just as fucking good or at least half decent? No, who can be the Kyrie to his LeBron in those Cleveland years? Who can be the Clay to his Steph? He just doesn't have that extra sort of dude and it breaks your heart. So I'm really hoping somebody gets there. Uh, right. Anyway, let's do a Patty Mills game day. We're going to do a Twitter check-in. Patty has uh, been fucking burning this joint down of late. Uh, enjoying his... Uh, Best Millie drip of 2022. So hanging out with the missus, I reckon it is. And then sort of just flows through a bunch of the... Oh, shit. That's great. It's Patty and the missus, but also just showing off some of the fashion sense throughout the season. Looks fucking unreal. Go check that out on his IG. That is unreal, bro. Unreal. Right, let's do some game previews. Go hang out with the family. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bean. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Oh, good holiday, even though I'm not on holiday. I'm working the entire time, but it's still fun. Uh, enjoying the beach. Uh, right, so we went probably one of our worst stretches uh, the last few days. 10 of 23 in our picks. Uh, probably close to one of our worst stretches. Yeah. Uh, so we are 325 of 507 picks so far this season. Uh, the Yeah, what do we go... We had a pretty rough stretch in the picks from the other day. Might have been because, A, I was drinking. B, we were a bit rushed. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, it was a big slate on Wednesday, and we got a couple wrong. It was like that Philly-Washington game, Orlando-Lakers. Thinking that Toronto would beat the Clips. Memphis shitting the bet against Phoenix. Um, Anyway, should be right. <laughs> Turn around, quick schmat. Uh, what do we got tomorrow? We've got, ooh, we've got the Lakers going to Atlanta. I actually really like the Lakers in that one, plus seven and a half. Hawks have a lot of questions. The Lakers can throw a lot of guard defenders at DeJunte. If Trey plays, he's questionable. DeAndre Hannah, he's questionable as well. LeBron's birthday, he hasn't played on his, well, in Atlanta since 2019. If he goes, Lakers win. Uh, and cover that seven and a half. So it's a LeBron question mark. Um, if he plays, give me the Lakers. If he doesn't, Atlanta will probably cover that. Seven and a half is a big one, though. Um, 
So I'll take the Lakers. Toronto, two and a half point favorites against Phoenix tomorrow. I'm taking the Raptors uh, at home against this weird, bumbling sort of Suns team that just wins some random games, loses some other shitty ones, doesn't have Booker. Probably no campaign for this one or ShamWow. Toronto. Chicago will kick the shit out of Detroit. They're seven and a half point favorites. I'll take that. Milwaukee hosting Minnesota. Six and a half point favorites. I'm taking that as well. Milwaukee just will be absolutely frothing to get past that uh, four game losing streak. Philly, one and a half point underdogs in New Orleans. I'm actually going to take the sixes there. I think Embiid has a big, 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 big game. Uh, no one can really slow down Zion at the moment, but Zion versus Joel Embiid is worth the price of admission. Give me the one and a half points for Philly. I think they can pull off an upset. Nuggets hosting Miami. It's the go- the Joker Maribel. Do you reckon Jokic's brothers are going to be in the crowd? It's like Markeith, Markeith Morris isn't even on the team anymore. Don't care. Just want to let Jimmy Butler know that he is a marked man, yes? <laughs> Nuggets minus four and a half all the way. Portland, they go to the Warriors. Warriors are two and a half point underdogs at home. Have you not seen their home record? Portland are good, yes, but I'll take the two and a half points with the Warriors, please. Even without Steph, I think there's just enough there the Warriors can win that one. Utah, plus two and a half in Sacramento. I'll take the Yaz. I think they can sort of throw a lot of things at Sacramento as well. Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis, obviously proved that he doesn't really give a shit about his bung thumb, but still, give me the Yaz. Uh, Sunday, we've got the Clippers at Pacers. I'll take the Clippers to beat the Pacers. Just too much strength on the wings between Kawhi and Paul George. The Nets go to the Hornets. Give me Brooklyn to get it to 11 straight. Um, that'll be closer than you think, though. So when the lines come out, look hard at that Hornets line. Between Gordy, between Lamelo, it'll definitely be an over. Uh, Cavs at Bulls. I'll take the Cleveland Cavaliers. Knicks go to Rockets. Oh, it's a 1994 NBA Finals rematch. I'll take the Knicks. they got to get a win. Mavs at Spurs. Give me the Dallas Mavericks. Spurs have been absolutely fired up. It's crazy. Um, Mavs will win that one, though. Pelicans go to the Grizzlies. We've got Jar versus Zion. You love that. One, two picks in the draft. I'll take the Grizzlies. They've got a Stephen Adams. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'll take the Grizz. Uh, Wolves host the Pistons. Oh, tough sledding at the moment for the Pistons. I'll take the Wolves there. Sixers, Thunder. Sixers on a back-to-back against OKC. I think the Sixers can pull that off. Sixers need to get a couple of wins in a row, and that's where they can start. They can beat New Orleans and beat the Thunder. Tough road back-to-back, though, but it's not too much travel. Heat and Yaz. I'll take the Yaz. Um, Monday, we've got Kings at Grizzlies. I'll take the Grizzlies again on a back-to-back, but that's a home back-to-back. They should be okay against the Kings. But Jar versus De'Aaron Fox is going to be fucking great too. Wizards go to the Bucks. I'll take the Bucks, And Celtics go to Nuggets. That is an absolute barn burner too. These are the three games Monday. I'll do a show Monday, Arvo. So uh, give me Celtics in that Denver team, against that Denver team. So there you go. And that's it. All the weekend picked and previewed for you. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you have a fun time. Jesus, I'll do a short show. One hour later. Unbelievable. Uh, right, we're back Monday, as mentioned. I think we'll do that after the games on Monday. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face IG, we're all their socials. Get around NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. is getting insane in the NFL at the moment, up to week 17. Uh, that's a weekly show. Subscribe to that. Hang out with me and Gaz, talk some shit, drinking beers, talking all things football. Uh, NBA Australia.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Check us a rating review on your podcast app. Go on, star it up. What are you doing? If you haven't started this show, you're just taking the piss. 
Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. They rule. So do Joshua Delarantes, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show. And uh, that's it <clears throat> for 2022 for NBA Australia. Back on Monday in a new year, bro, in a new year. That'll be cool. Uh, we'll finish this one off with a classic cooking with Bainsy for you because I've got to go finish some work and uh, hang out with the squids. What a year it's been, though, 2022. Thanks so much for all your support. It's been fucky. It's been weird. New squid, new job. Um, this will be going back daily as soon as we can manage it. Just a heads up. Don't think it won't. Don't think it won't because it's gonna. Guts to, guts to do it daily. And uh, I fucking love and appreciate every single one of you, Bastard Jet. There, you're the best. All the questions, all the support, all the people who just hit me up on randomly and just like want to talk hoops and shit. Fucking love it. Um, all the regulars, love your guts. What a year it's been. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a safe and happy new year. And I'll talk to you on Monday, you dickheads. All right, there's NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? Smash some tins. Say goodbye to 2022 in fine fucking form. All right. Catch you on the flip side. Later, Hosanna. Cooking with Bainsey is filmed in front of a socially distanced live studio audience. And now it's time for Cooking with Bainsey with your host, Aaron Bangers Bains. <laughs> G'day, g'day, yeah. <laughs> Look at this all there, all nice and separated. Oh, I love having a live audience back. This is bloody great, isn't it? Oh, there's Cheryl. Hello, Cheryl. Look at you. Oh, you happy to be here. Oh, that's bloody great. Anyway, yes, welcome back to Cooking with Bainsey. I'm your host, Aaron Bangers Bainsey. Uh, just recuperating from fall and stuff and everything, but still out here chefing for you. And that's what we're here for in this here episode. I've been learning some new cooking techniques, and this one is an absolute bloody ripper. I'll tell you what, because today we are going to whip up one of my absolute favourites. It is an absolute delicacy no matter where you go in the world. You can have whenever that iconic classic. It's good for brekkie, lunch, dinner, midnight snack. That's right. It's steak. That's right. Bloody steak. That's right. St- I love me steaks. I'll tell you what. And you can follow along with my cooking method because it's easy as, mate. It definitely helps keep up this physique if you know what I mean. Protein, baby. There you go. So... It is bloody simple, isn't it? All you gotta do is go down to your butcher. His name's probably Vasily. Ask him to go, look, Vasily, give me two bloody steaks. And you go, what What type of steak? And like, doesn't matter. Just whatever tickles your fancy, Vasily. None of that wagyu bullshit nonsense. Just give me two good looking steaks. Two good bloody steaks. Now, make sure you've got a barbie, some oil, and some salt and pepper. And that's it. Fire up your barbie, get her nice and hot. There you go. Hey, there you go. Hey, bit of oil. Bit of oil. Then season your steaks ever so lightly with a bit of salt and pepper. Just a bit of a pinch. There you go. And then grab your steak. Bang it on. Now, don't fucking touch it. None of Leave it alone. Don't fucking fiddle with it. Just sit back. Grab a tin. 
and three and a half minutes later, flip that fucker over. There you go. Oop, there you go. Hey. Now, leave it alone again. Don't fucking touch it. You heard me. You fuck don't touch it. Simple as three and a half more minutes and look at that. There you bloody go. Look at this one. Oh, can't wait to get stuck. Oh, but you can't. You've got to let it rest for five minutes. Let it sit there. Let it hang out. And that'll be perfectly medium if you want it. You can go rare if you want. You can go hardcore if you want. But either way, that, my friends, is Bob's your fucking uncle, isn't it? Look at it. It's an absolute ripper of a brekkie lunch or dinner. Fucking good old steak. Ah, oh, it's just bloody delicious. Oh, and look, I'm just going to get stuck with this one now. I will. <laughs> that'll dead shit and press the shillers. Don't you worry about that. Oh, if you know how to cook a steak... You're a long way ahead in life. That's all I know. And if you want to get fancy, have some veggies with it if you want. I love a bit of potato salad. Whip that up. I think we've done one before. So go check that out. It's fucking unreal. All right. How easy was that? Get stuck into it. Do it at home yourselves on your own barbie. You'll bloody love it. Learn how to cook a steak. And everybody will bloody respect you. All right. Tune in to NBA Stroh next time for a new recipe. And we'll see you then on the next episode of Cooking with... Bang